Oh, I forgot my paper. I have to get my paper. I wrote down some provocative ensembles. Yes, I'm sitting here waiting. She's not in the room yet. She read. She. Why was the door unlocked? Now it's gone. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. We are Just Another Movie Night, and I am Scott. And I'm Joe. You are my love, Joe. And today we are talking trash. Talking trash. February edition. We are giving thanks to the people we've met online who are giving us pain as we watch the movies they have suggested to us. Because we're always asking, can you give us a movie that we haven't seen that you think is the worst movie of all time? And we've got a bunch of suggestions and we've been doing them all month and it's been torturous. And this is Talking Trash. This is the show where we talk, dissect, review, give our thoughts to the movies, the lowest rated the most debated, the often forgotten films on the internet that some people just think, did that shit even happen? We like to watch those movies, and that's what we do here, and we give all the spoilers, guys. We rip up the movies, we discuss it, we just shred it, and we just bullshit about it, and then give our reviews, and that's what we're here to do today. Oh, okay, well, um, can we just pause a moment so I can adjust my tongue box? Yeah, I was gonna say this. This is what I this is what I wrote here. You ready? I wrote Nude Rolling Around, Killer Dolls, Vile Children, Shag Carpet, tel- Terrible Toy Models, Audio and Visual Torture, Tongue Boxes, Science Nonsense, Child Slavery, and Torture, Unexplainable Hairy Sex and Pulsating Transportation Bladders, Molestation. Multiple concussions, crashes, and trips. And that was only in the first 20 minutes. Very good. But you also forgot her many, many wardrobe changes into nonsensical garments of clothing um, in the first 20 minutes as well. I mean, yeah. Several, several of them. Yeah, I think there was about, yeah. With like one tit hanging out. That kind of thing. If you if we already didn't bury the lead, today we are doing the suggested movie by Senoskins on Instagram. And also my father. <laughs> oh, no. This movie was re- was recommended to us to do by two people. Well, so, this is this is like a, a family event, first of all, because Senoskins is my fucking brother-in-law, who I can slap and get away with it. Yes, okay. my father also deserves a good slapping for this one. Um, the movie we are doing today is 1968's Barbarilla, and you can add the subtitle Queen of the Galaxy for the re-release that came out to contend with Star Wars oh in a PG-13 ver- version. No, they re-released this trash? I think it was a PG version, not PG-13, because I don't think PG-13 existed yet. Um, 
It was directed by Roger Vadman, who had five wives, including... Wait, five wives at the same time? No, he had five wives in his life. Oh. Including the actress in this movie. And that's why she did it, I guess. He was married to Jane Fonda? He sure was. (sighs) And Bridget Bardell. Um, Yeah, this stars Jane Fonda. This is a little crappy film called Barbarilla, and I have no idea how to discuss this monstrosity. I'm struggling. I, I, I have a list of words that are that I've picked out from this movie. If you just let me just read my list really quick, it's very short. Um, words that I, I have no idea how they even came up with this silliness. Psychocardiogram. Is that first of all? That's a great band name. Okay, psychocardiogram. That's something. And then on center stage, psychocardiogram. (laughs) And then their 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 backup band, hypodontical molecules. They said hyperdontical. Hypodontical molecules. That's the actually the opening act. Hypodontical molecules. Maybe I'm dense, but what kind of thing would have a hypodemic needle for a mouth? I mean, a hypodermic needle. The lead singer of hypodontical molecules would be Pygar, the last of the antiseptic thropes. (laughs) An angel? I'm Pygar, the last of the ornithanthropes. Fantastic. (laughs) I don't know what the hell the word was that he used to describe himself, but it's like... the angel? Yes. Pygar, Pygar, the last an angel. of the antiseptic thropes and the histamine thropes. I'm Pygar, the last of the ornithanthropes. What? An analogical? <laughs> I don't know what he said, but something thrope. The ornithanthropes. There is a word that was used in this movie as a password that is an actual place. Okay, it's... I, it's maybe 150 letters long it is okay it's this that is in trivia for this film that that place is a real place somewhere i think it's in the uk yes and our password will be you mean the secret exactly what in god's name I, they said it twice, and I'm congratulating them for even saying it. Um, okay. I, I was hoping you were going to try, but there's just no way. It, Hell it no. Say Especially every letter me. of the alphabet and yeah. you know, go backwards. Um, You're good. I can't believe some place had the balls to have that as a name. They had to write that on a billboard somewhere? It was just... Someone Take a just, left or five more miles to block a But someone honestly wanted to piss somebody off. Yes. That day. It's like that joke on Family Guy with the producer's name is very long and they keep joking around about it. Yes. This guy or or woman, whoever named this town or whatever, literally was on his last day of work, said the name. That was his last order of business. He flipped the table and gave the bird and said, peace. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the poor bastard had a letter that somewhere. Uh, uh, okay. You you already looked into it, obviously. A little do bit. You, do you know 
what the score of this movie is on IMDb? I actually did not see that. No. You don't know? No, I don't. Can you make a guess? I'm going to say it's ridiculous, like a 7.3 or something. I mean, that if that were to occur, my mind would have melted. What is it? It's a 5.8 from oh. 37,000 people. People love this movie. I don't understand this. It's got a 51 on Metacritic. So this is a middling film on reviews, on ratings. So uh, how much do you think this movie cost? Okay, well, here's the thing about that. There's there's some crazy set pieces going on here. Is there? Yeah, most of it's shag carpeting and yes. sweat. But it, for, it's just there stuff are they grab some, Andrew Warhol's apartment. I, I it definitely looks like they just you know cut some plastic and and used it. It, it, it was all plastic bubbles and plastic sheets and. Pl- it's like someone went to Michael's <laughs> and took the dollar bin and just chucked it together and made spaceships. Yeah, it was, yeah. All right, I'm going to say the budget for this movie, 1968. Uh, I'll say this movie had a budget of 400000 <laughs> I wish, I wish that was the answer. Because, God, did this movie look like shit. 32000 $9 million. <gasps> Shut up. How much do you think it made? Oh, well, she was a big draw. I, that's what I was thinking, too, that maybe the fact that someone heard tits and Jane Fonda and said, hmm, um, I'm going to go to that. Yeah. I'm what, But back then, we didn't have the internet, so it wasn't like, you know. There had to be, like, word of mouth. <sighs> and the poster, I guess. I mean, she's naked a lot in this, but I'll say $9 million? Really? Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I I am so baffled. It, it made five million dollars. I, I mean that's uh, that's kind of wild. Okay, well, this is also based on a comic book. Did you know that? No. This is based on a comic book by Jean Claude Forrest. Uh, oh, it, I did see his name on the credits. Yeah. So. Well, I was also going to point that out to you. How many people you think are listed on the writers? Um, there has to be, okay, because this movie's so freaking nonsensical, there has to be at least ten writers of this movie. So close, nine. Nine. Nine, nine writers? Nine writers. Okay, that makes sense, because this, the, you, you could tell that one person was not involved, or even two people were not involved in writing this. It was all over the place. I couldn't make heads or tails of it. I, I, I this, this is the rare time that... I don't think it's possible to discuss the plot of a movie. Actually, I was going to say, if anyone can do it, you can. I mean, I can give it my best shot. I can tell you what's going on. Like, I could tell you what the whole point of her is and what uh, I oh, can, but. I don't know all the what shit in between, this movie is. Well, I could tell you from the beginning, she's, okay, well, let, let's just say that we got to see Jane Fonda's Fonda's. And she... Kind of. A little bit. This is the biggest blue balls tease movie I've ever seen in my life. It is, but we got to see her boobies a little bit when she was floating. So, anyway, Not we know... Not as much as you would... The way that this movie seems to be going is that it's all frontal nudity. It's not. It's like hiding. She kind of... De- well, she definitely doesn't show her um, lady bits It, it looked like you can kind of see but, it in the opening. 
Uh, a little bit. You'd have to really be looking. In, oh in the God. opening, we, this whole movie opens with this god-awful music score. This music score can be likened <laughs> to, like, a circus clown car. Like, no. Kind of like that, except slower and more agonizing. I... And it also it also sounds like a 1970s porno. It, it sounds like a... I would say 1960s porno, but what if a crooner was singing all the songs? Uh, all right. So it's kind of like, it's like a poor man's Tom Jones singing themes. Yeah, and I'll give you that. This is the rare time where I did not like the theme song that is the title. I usually love that in films when someone has to sing the title and try to be like James Bond. Yeah. This one is agonizing. I can't believe the only way to sum up this film is audio and visual torture. I mean, this this is chaotic in a new ver- way. I I I can't believe that someone would like this film. But I, I, I the only get thing it. I can tell Women, you, I get. Kind of. I don't. I don't. Okay, I'm gonna tell you right now that whole thing there, like. Any woman who likes this movie, I just have to ask, what is wrong with you? This woman, Barbarella, is the most inept, like, ridiculous, nonsensical, like, fumbling, bumbling buffoon of a woman. She falls and trips, and she's just a fucking idiot. Yeah, I just want to say that, I want to add to that and just say, while I enjoy the fact that she is embracing sexuality and she likes sex it's 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 a good character in that sense that they're not playing it like oh she's a horse i like sex it doesn't matter to me that's fun but then she's the dumbest bimbo idiot on the earth and she does nothing but sex exactly and this is what i was getting at okay so to okay this character is supposed to be like um i don't know a cool badass like you would think. I mean, they put her in these flashy outfits, and she's supposed to be the you know savior, I guess, because it, I the opening know. the opening of the movie starts with oh, yeah. just that. Let's t- okay. I I have to point out because if we're gonna start with the beginning and try to flow through this thing, you have to point out that so the opening of the movie with this terrible theme music, Barbarella. Barbarella, Barbarella. You sound much better than the actual um, movie. <laughs> uh, while she is undressing out of a spacesuit in total, like just slow, boring, dis- nonsensical visuals of her stripping out of a spacesuit, and it is so clear to tell, but you said. Are they hanging upside down? And I was like, could you imagine if they really hung her upside down if she was struggling? No, this is an idiot that they put in a suit that is impossible to get out of. And they just filmed her crawling around on a glass floor trying to struggle out of an outfit into nudity. That is what we have to watch. And then the nudity isn't even great because the title cards are on her nipples and her <laughs> vagina and so and her ass crack. And so you can't even see the thing that we're there to see. 
I mean, what we actually suffered 25 minutes of an opening of her taking off this suit for. It goes on forever. I'm like, if I don't get to see a nip, I'm going to be really annoyed. Because it's like you do. I feel like I suffered through this whole entire opening sequence and I deserve a nip. Yeah, I I kind of agree. And I can only imagine someone saw this in the theater. If a guy saw this in the theater and said, holy shit, I am so turned on. That person needs to be committed. (laughs) Because this is not attractive. We have to watch as... Now, she has a visor. Okay, she has a visor on her space helmet. And it slowly comes down. And I don't think I understand or they understand tint. No. Or like why that would be there in space. Maybe because you just want to see the, the, the bright of the sun. But they're not near Earth. And so I don't know what sun they're around. I don't know what, you know. I, so I'm so confused. But then it comes down slowly. And when I say slowly, we have to watch this thing go all the way down to reveal and this her is face. another 10 minutes that we're waiting. It's just like going on and on with the music. And, I, and and it's... All I could do is stare at the cheap special effect. I've never seen a movie really want to show how bad their effects are. This movie, like, glor- just really gets off on showing bad effects. It's crazy, too, because I feel like they thought they were doing an awesome job. How? I mean, this movie cost $9 million to make, and most of it was, like, over-the-top, ridiculous, you know, gold like set pieces and plastic shit hanging from the ceiling and i hope two million of that went to her i know it didn't back then but she she deserved at least a million dollars for this uh, film i don't know what she made but she yeah now i will say this about jane fonda she's cute right she's really really cute and she does at least bring a reason to look at the screen but again, you don't want to pay attention. This is actually a movie you want to put on mute. It's like wallpaper, like a like you know the animated wallpaper when you when uh, the screensaver, like the screensaver, yeah, yeah. That, that that's it. That's that's what this movie is. Know, it it would be better way. as a screensaver without the audio torture, because she's floating around. She gets naked, and of course, right then, she in her spaceship, and which is made out of shag carpeting, and has. A Roddy McDowell knockoff voice as its computer, and she gets a call from the president of the United States, and he calls her because who sounds French? Yes, <laughs> yes, and he she, she he she's like, oh, let me put some clothes on, and he goes, no, we don't have time for that. <laughs> now you think that we're gonna see her just standing there bare chested? But it's not. It's all filmed from behind or a close-up of her face. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So it's like they're hiding the whole reason to come to the movie. I know. Like, we literally lost a half an hour already, and there wasn't even one freaking uh There's like a little nip. Boob. Kind of nip there. Like a side hair, nip. But... It was like a side nip. You know what? I'm going to check. I don't even know. Is this movie PG? I don't know. But I can tell you, this is supposed to be our heroine, right? There's nothing... That screams heroin about this lady at all. She's a klutz. She's a bumbling idiot. She doesn't have, like, that badassery that you would expect, like, the savior of the earth would have. So, 
this, so the, so the, they call him the president prime minister. That's what they call him. Yeah. So he's the president. He comes on the screen and he's telling her, you need to find Dr. Duran Duran, which side note, I, I'm, I'm sure everybody knows already that the band from the 1980s called themselves Duran Duran after this movie. Why? Eh, whatever. But anyway, so he says, you have to find Dr. Duran Duran. You know, the whole, uh, the whole civilization of Earth depends on you. You, you are the only one that can do this mission, Barbarella. We need you. Earth needs you. So she's sent to this planet to find Dr. Duran Duran because he can help with their problem. Okay, fine. This is, she's the only one you got because that's really sad, man. That's it. It's really sad. She sucks. She does. I mean, she sucks. She she gets she's just everything about her. She can't even fall right. Like even William Shatner was really really bad at falling on the Enterprise, but he made it look good. I I mean, she can't I, when even she make falls falling in this look movie, good. She crawls. It's so funny to look at. It's embarrassing. She's embarrassing. I was like Come on, this is supposed to be our our lead, our, our our hero? Like, what am I looking at? She's a twit. And I don't understand why the president slash prime minister of Earth uh, enlisted her for this mission. Like, you're, you enlisted this twit to save Earth. Are you kidding me? She can't even fly a spaceship. In fact, she can't fly a spaceship at all. She freaking crashes, okay? She crashes on the planet, and she finds... Can I can I say their names? Did you talk about the guns? Did I miss the part where you're talking about no, the guns? No, 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 that, that comes after. So she she finds the, the people that are trapped in the labyrinth by... No, the, that doesn't happen yet. Uh, she crashed on... The, she crashes and she meets a f- guy named Fisherman or... Oh, fuck, or I forgot wind, about the wind, hairy guy. Wind person? Oh, my God. I, what is oh, my God. Name? I forgot about the hairy guy. How could I forget? Yeah, she... Oh, she, my God. Okay, no, that that's not even... You skipped so much stuff. What uh, do you mean? She... First off, she goes. I guess she flies to the, to the planet, and it's like magnetized, and the, so the ship can't be controlled. So she crashes on it while looking for Duran Duran. And when she crashes, she's abducted by two twins who take a snowball and stick a diamond in it. Yeah, and it they throw it, it hits her right in the head, and she takes a second to fall. Okay, and now pass I know out. why I blocked the scene. Yeah, out. she falls, passes out. She got okay. This is number two. Of unconsciousness. <laughs> right? She was already crashed in the ship and she was knocked out. Then she uh, then she woke up. Then she came out. She got hit in the head with a diamond. They tie her up while she's knocked out. And she instantly wakes up for these two evil twins who are speaking the language. By the way, she has to use a device on her hand to understand the language called a tongue box. <laughs> okay? So she twists the tongue box to hear their language. And these uh-huh. evil twins, they stand her up on ice skates. No, no skis. Uh, skis. skis. And she says, and then they attach the rope of the skis to what looks like a flattened octopus. It is. Like a piece of leather face's face on it the looks floor like a, pulsating. It looks like a manta ray with like tentacles of an octopus. It is very unpleasant to look at. It and is. And in... 
she her reaction to all of this being tied up. And by the way, did we talk about her first outfit? Because her first outfit no. is it, it's virtually like see through spandex, a g string, right? A metal bikini top. You can see her boobs right through it. That's the clear one. When she gets onto the ice planet, she's wearing the clear one with her boobs. Just... Oh, it's got two boob windows. Yeah, you can see right through, and it's just yeah. her boobs are there. It's like they drew the nipples on, and it's hard to tell if it's the actual nipples or if it's the like the shape of the bra. I, I it's got very nothing. baffling. And she so the first reaction to being stand stood up on skis to go ride with the uh, flattened octopus and the twins, she says. But I haven't skied in so long. And they ski up to what is a, it looks like an abandoned crash ship, which she realizes is Duran Duran's. And they bring her inside and we get to see the reason that people are creeped out by gingers. We get to see like three mini Seth Greens, but like if they had really overgrown hair and they're really, and they're just smirking into the screen and then there's like a couple other really creepy looking kids and they're all creepy. they're all just smiling they have no dialogue they tie her up to a wall and they let loose a horde of killer dolls that march at her and now we have to watch the entire march while their mouths are snapping shut constantly and we have to watch every snap every step over and over and over like until at, they finally reach her at that and point, bite I was her like, body. Are you freaking kidding me? Can you just kill her already, please? Like it was so I, agonizing. It was like watching these stupid dolls walking towards her at a snail's pace. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying all this because I totally forgot about this scene. I, I don't anytime know how. there's twins involved, like identical twins, they creep me out. But they had killer dolls. I had to totally tune it up. For some reason, I thought that scene came later. See, this is... I can't even... Yeah, I I could do this. I, I need help. I, I, I was trying to... At the, while you were speaking, I was trying to find out if this movie was PG. And I don't know... I'm hoping we watch the actual release version and not some kind of cut. Because oh God. how, how could there not know? be a lot of boobs? Like, I'm, I'm well, now that I'm some, thinking about it... There are it, some boobs in there this. There are some. Yeah. But how could this movie be PG? Well, there's... It can't be PG. I don't know if the I, rating system... It was fucked back then, but All right, honestly, let, me, let me get on with this plot more. So so the, the killer dolls are snipping at her body. They're ripping her up, right? And just then, a... Now, imagine Chewbacca shows up, but he has a human head. Oh my god, it was so he, gross. He shows up with two robot gentlemen bound in leather who are called Leathermen. <laughs> and they whip and kidnap the children and they whip these kids and we have to listen to their torture screams as the kids are being herded like slaves and whipped. And then she is released by a man who I can only can explain gropes her and stares at her boobs and her body over and over and over until she uses her tongue box they can have a conversation <laughs> and the tongue box allows this guy now imagine this guy looks oh imagine if this guy because he, he looks just like the most interesting man in the world from dosekis 
Oh, yeah, he kind of does. He looks like a younger <laughs> version of him. And now I, I just want to point out this actor real fast because, good Lord, if this doesn't tell you something, this actor is uh, John Philip Law. He is from the Turds Space Mutiny, Alienator, and Night Train to Terror. Editor's note, it's actually this guy. I'm Pygar, the last of the Ornithanthropes. Oh, wow. Yeah, that doesn't tell you about this guy's We've pedigree. We've seen all those movies. <laughs> I know, yeah, we have. And they're all, some of the, oh. some, two of them are maybe some of our favorite bad Night, movies. Night Train to Terror is Space Man is kind of great, too. I like Night uh, Train Reb, we, we haven't done enough Reb Brown. We've only done two Captain America films with him. I know. Um... Yeah, so this guy now can speak to her, and so he brings her to his ship because she's trying to get to to find Duran Duran. She tells him about it. He says, I don't know anything about that, but I am a, a windman? Or what? what is he called? I want to say fisherman. Better adjust my or, tongue box. Look at the Vesina. Nune asne pleplemenis kolushna. Are you all right? I think so. Who are you? I am Mark Hand, the catchman. But he goes, no. I go around and I the kids that are born on this planet are thrown out into the wilderness until they're of age and then they're collected. Yeah, he's and he, herded so they can be worthy uh, used. And she's like, used. Yeah, he he's he's like goes around and sucks them up like a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. And he's got some weird contraption that goes around and like literally, it's like a, a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, she says uh how do we get onto this? Sh- you know, how does this shit work without wind on this planet? And he goes, I make the wind. And she gets in and we get to see her G-string up her ass. Her complete ass cheeks are in the shot. She He gets her on board. And it, this, this ship that he's on, which is just like ice skates, giant it's- ice skates with some kind of weird, again, a bladder device that just flows a little bit. It as looks it like makes... a steampunk Santa sleigh. It, That's what it looks like. And it also starts like, it sounds like Santa. Don't they play like Santa kind of music? It, mm, I don't know. I don't remember. Maybe I'm dreaming. But uh, she gets inside. <laughs> now, of course, the most natural thing to occur here is that she, they discuss to each other about how he's going to bring her to where she's trying to go. But maybe they should have sex first. You could let me make love to you. Make love, did you say? Yes. What do you mean? You don't even know my psychocardiogram. Eh? Well, on Earth, for centuries, people haven't made love unless their psychocardiogram readings were in perfect confluence. I know nothing of that. You asked me what you could do for me, and I told you. Well, all right. But I don't see what good it will do. And she says, and she's ready, hey, take this pill. Because this is how I have sex. I take a pill and you take a pill. We reach our hands out, and then it's supposed she, to be like some kind of on, like um, they're they're going to be linked linked telepathically. It's a telepathic sex event, like like the demolition man. Yeah, thing. like like yeah, just like that. And she says that's how Earth has evolved, so we don't have to get all dirty and all that stuff. We don't have to um, go through all that. We could just do it with our hands. The guy says, "No, that's not how I like to do it," and she's like. Oh, you want to do it the chaotic way? But why? And he goes, that's just how I like to do it. Ah, I don't care for that. This, this is what I mean. This, a band. That? But nobody's done that for centuries. 
I mean, nobody except the very poor who can't afford the pills and the psychocardiogram readings. Why not? Because it was proved to be distracting and a danger to maximum efficiency. And, and because it was pointless to continue it when other substitutes for ego support and self-esteem were made available. So, you won't do it? Well, if you simply must insist, I guess so. So she says, all right. She lays down on a, I would say, a bed full of, like, minks. No, it's literally different, like, swatches of shag carpeting. Shag carpeting That's pieces. what it is. But the best part about this scene, and the most disgusting part about this scene, oh, is I that getting... he gets fucking undressed from his, like, Yeti costume that he's wearing. And he has Only another Yeti costume. to be a fucking Yeti under there, he has, like, gobs and yeah. mats of hair. It is He gross. looks like a freaking Sasquatch. Yeah. And... We don't get to see the sex scene. We just cut past it, and she is basically like that joke where you're smoking a cigar after, like a cigarette afterwards, like you're so happy. Yeah. She is in in complete ecstasy because the sex is so good. And he's like, see, I told you, my way is better. And she's like, yeah. Okay. And then she's like, okay, I'll see you later. Yeah. And he's like, okay, maybe we'll see each other again like, someday. What was the point of that whole entire thing? Like, it was so stupid. Because movie. But right. why? Cause, it's cause, not even essential to the fucking plot. Because movies like, hey, we got Jane Fonda and sex in sex clothes. And we're going to do can't. all this stuff. It's going to be some kind of weird. It's like and a sex. Sex, <laughs> sex clothes. In, in, in some kind of weird oh. fantasy, sexual fantasy, this movie. It's so odd. Yes, but who's It's like the director, his wife, his, her husband, is like, hey, I want to watch you with other men. I, I don't know Wait, what is happening. Were they here. married at the time yes, of this? Yes, they were They were married. No wonder she's naked all the time. He's all like, this my my lady. Yeah, exactly. like, Look at her. But she then, has a great body. She yeah, always has. Yeah, she's pretty. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubting on that. Um, so she goes on, and this is when, again, she she is brought back to her spaceship. That's what he did. He brought her back to her spaceship, and she's able to fly. But when she gets up in the air again, she instantly crashes into the, the ground. And it goes into the middle, what seems like the middle of the Earth. I don't know what happens here, but he is able to go up to the hole she crashed in and yell her name. By the way, they all say her name at least six times in every scene. Yeah. Everybody has to say her name over and over again. Barbarella, Barbarella. Barbarella Psychedella There's a kind of cockle shell about you Barbarella, Barbarella right. So she screams in there and that's it. He's gone from the movie. She is now travels to the center of the earth or whatever the hell she's doing. She can't control it. She's knocked unconscious again and she is I, I don't think she's thrown from the ship. I, I don't No, remember. she's in the ship. Because she gets out and she instantly gets knocked out again. That's because she's completely inept. She can't Oh, even... I remember now. I remember. She gets on the ship and there's a complete avalanche of rocks that yes, hit her in the head. That's what I'm saying. And she's, she's knocked out for the third time in the film. And But she gets out with all that rubble and literally it's like a pile of dirt that falls on top of her like she has it's no boulders. clue about her goddamn surroundings she is so yeah. dumb yeah she's so dumb but she's knocked out again and the way that she's woken up again is from molestation of an angel who is named 
Pygar. Pygar. Now, who Pygar, is a blind angel. The last of the Anisepticosines. <laughs> I'm Pygar, the last of the Ornithanthropes. This, this guy is hunky looking. You know who he looks like, right? I can't stop staring at him. He looks like Rocky from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I can see that. I can see that. He, he, this gentleman is only in a, like, like a like a feather loin cloth, a loin cloth, <laughs> and giant angel wings. And he's and so he's tan. blind, and he is groping her body to find out that she's a woman. She wakes up, and of course, asks a blind man to help her find people to help. He brings her to what I, I whatever I I can't even explain what she he he brings her to. It's like. Rock people merging into rocks that look like they're spider webbed. Okay. And they're all naked and they're groping each other. They are, and these are the people of the labyrinth. They're called the Grand Grotesques. <laughs> Who is that gentleman? Ah, now that is one of the Grand Grotesques. That's the classic way of ending life in the labyrinth. Oh my God! There's so much here that is unexplainable in a, in a way I that I can't even fathom. I There's can't. a gentleman walking around that you can see through his body. That's him. He's he's, he's one of the, the grand, grand grotesque. grotesque. Yeah. And they said that's the way of dying. I I but don't they don't but they don't I ever don't even know what's happening. Anything on him? They're like, okay, here there yeah, he there's is. that guy. And then there's like a special effect that they wanted to show us for no reason whatsoever that you could see through his body. They thought it was so cool. And they thought it was so amazing that they just had to say, hey, that's the grand grotesque, and he can um, walk in the shadows of death or yeah. some shit, and, and the, then he goes away. He just. That's the next shot. And, and like, thanks, I guess. But we are told this because uh, Py, Pygar? Pygar. Pygar brings her to, I don't know what that, I don't know what his character's name is. Um, oh, I know what it is. Professor Ping. Professor Ping, played by Marcel Marcel. The famous mime. One of the most <gasps> famous, the person who made miming famous, okay? He is actually speaking in this film, and he sticks a suction cup to his head a lot, and it somehow tells him things. I don't understand this. I don't understand almost any of this. Um, but I'm very glad that Barbarilla doesn't want to have sex with him. Oh, jeez. Uh, because that would have been a little too much. Um, instead, she asks him if it's easy, um, possible to repair her ship. He says, yeah, but it might take, I don't know, forever. Who knows? And she says, uh, oh, Okay, while I'm waiting, um, Pygar, show me your house. <laughs> but before that can happen, before Pygar can lead her to... Oh, oh, I, I'm so sorry. I'm so mad that I forgot this. They actually ask when he brings her to Professor Ping, he says, bring me to your ship. And then she says, Pygar, lead of the way. <laughs> she I had to mention asked to you, I'm the like, blind guy. Who, he's blind. Now, this is my favorite thing. They actually zoom up a little bit, and he goes to a wall, and he doesn't know where he is already. And this is my favorite. Now, they're in the labyrinth, but they turn one corner, and they're at the ship. Oh, my God. She can't find her ship that's right around the corner. But this ship literally crashed on the one side of the wall. It's so on one side of it. These people are lucky that they're not dead. She could have killed them all. 
and they don't know where the fucking ship, ship is. is. It's yes. a, it's on the other side of the wall. Professor Ping, <laughs> it doesn't did not notice a plane a spaceship crashing right at them. <laughs> I I nobody's scared or running for their lives. It's the, it's so cold. unexplainable. <laughs> Anyways, so before she uh, Pygar can lead him her to his house, they're attacked by Leathermen. And this is where she shows that she has the gun from Men in Black, which is a tiny little handgun. And she, um, now she can't do anything in this movie. So she is instantly whipped, thrown, thrown to the ground, drops her gun, and then asks a blind man to pick it up. And now her way of doing that is to kick it closer to him. And he keeps saying, it's at the ground. It's on the ground. Get the gun. Get it. She is she, the he most. He picks it up. Now, now, incapable hero of all time. Of all time, she he doesn't know that he's facing the gun the right direction. He could be shooting himself in this scene. She says, "Um, pointed at them," and he's like, um, "What?" And then she goes blind. to the right, and she starts screaming at him to the right, and then he she goes fire, oh and he God. perfectly shoots the leather man, who just explodes, and she's questioning where are all the guts. Didn't we kill anybody? And then they're like, no, they're not human anymore. They're they're just a shell. The shell of the leather men. I, I don't know. We don't even know what they're what they are, what their purpose is. But Arborilla doesn't care about this. She wants to go to his house. So of course they walk up to uh, the, the cliff that's only a second away from where they just were, and he looks up she looks up and she sees a bird's nest. Because he has wings. And he has he, wings, he, that's why. He's an angel. So an angels have nests. He should live in nests. a nest. So she course. says, oh my God, is that a nest? And he's like, that's my home. And she says, Pygar, it's perfect. It's beautiful. Cut to, they had sex. She wakes up in ecstasy again. And Pygar has now regained belief in himself from having sex. So he can now fly. Because before he couldn't fly. Yeah. He could not fly at all. He was He's the last of... The anticeptive authority. Um, mind you, he's the last of them. So he's, there's none other that exists. So he Apparently. has to. I'm Pygar, the last of the Ornithanthropes. Yeah, because, you know. Well, he's flying and he's zipping around and we have to watch the entire flight pattern. And this is my favorite. She says to him, hey, can you fly me to the bad city where the bad guys are? <laughs> and he says, but I am blind. <laughs> and then she says, I can be your eyes. He goes, but what if we get attacked? And she says, I'll kill him. She has a gun. Okay, then. Let's fly. And now let's watch the worst special effect of these two people hovering and flapping around. And the funniest part is they're supposed to be flying toward the base. And the base is behind them in every shot. And they're flying toward us. And they're just hovering. Yeah. And I kept saying, behind you. Go, you're going the wrong direction. You're yeah. going the wrong... Yeah. It was terrible. Well, Pygar's right, because they are attacked by two nipple ships. <laughs> the ships have two tits that are windows on top with <laughs> Leathermen flying them. And we have to watch the same shots over and over and over of them shooting at each other. The Leathermen, the tit ships blowing up and crashing. Over... And over. It goes on forever. Then they clear out the tip ships. 
They fly to the base, and now this is the best line. Pygar goes, I probably shouldn't go in there because, you know, they only like evil, and I'm an angel. And she goes, oh. Anyways, come in this hole with me. <laughs> she leads him inside the base. She puts him in mortal danger. A blind danger. man who's naked without shoes into a base of people who want him dead. And she instantly is surrounded by a whole bunch of crazy people. Imagine the warriors walking down the street and other gangs are coming out of the subway. You know when Beat It, when they're all coming out oh, yeah. around them? Oh, That's yeah. exactly what's happening here. And then my favorite is Pygar goes, I sense evil. And she says, <laughs> no shit. and she goes, it's fine. There's nothing wrong. Let's There's keep walking. There's dead bodies everywhere. There's a dead body in front of them. And, of course, she is instantly kidnapped. Barbarella is the biggest freaking asshole of all she's time. She's an asshole, and she's dumb as dirt. <laughs> and he, Pygar is left with a dead body on the floor. He can, like, actually touches the blood, and he thinks it's like Barbarella. Barbarella! And then she's taken. <laughs> now, she gets taken, and... <laughs> Just, just hearing you talk about this. She I, gets thrown in an alley God. by two men who want to rape her now. And she actually responds by going, oh. Oh, yeah, I'm ready for it. I'm yeah, here for she's it. She's actually like, oh, okay. Right, that's how that's happening. those two Let's men are now killed by an eye patch wearing some kind of ninja woman who kills both of them and says, hey, come with me. I like to do you. You know? And she goes, I have to go back to my Excuse friend. Excuse me, you're not saying it right. Hello, pretty, pretty. Oh, I'm not pretty, pretty. I'm Barbarilla. <laughs> That's what she says. I forgot. Hello, pretty, pretty. Hello. Thank you very much. Do you want to come and play with me? For someone like you, I charge nothing. You're very pretty, pretty, pretty. My name isn't pretty, pretty. It's Barbarella. But you're so pretty, pretty. Come with me. I'll help you. Yeah, exactly like that. The acting is atrocious. <laughs> so bad. She goes... No, that's okay. No, that's and she okay, leaves to go get Pygar. When she gets out of this place and gets back to where Pygar was, he's missing. But we hear, we see feathers in everybody's mouths. And we hear screaming. Why were they chewing on the feathers? Who knows? I just assumed that they ate him like a chicken. <laughs> that's what I thought. I was hoping for that. But she goes, screams. I wonder what that means. <laughs> that's screaming. A good many dramatic situations begin with screaming. She goes toward the screams, and now there's a whole bunch of men, people with knives dragging them all around Pygar. Do we know where the screams came from? No. Because he doesn't even know what's going on. Pygar doesn't know what's going no on. No one's actually touching him. They're just kind of like waving their knives around, and he can't see that. Yeah. So what would he be screaming about? It doesn't make any sense. Yes. So naturally, Barbarella goes, and they're about to kill him. And she jumps in front of them, and she says no. And everybody goes, huh, huh. And everybody just stops trying to kill them. And she goes, there's a room behind us. Back up, Pygar. 
So they go into the room. Now, she goes back up, but then she goes first and leaves Pygar behind again. But he, luckily, he gets in the room with her, but it's a suicide room. And the room it says, hey, you have to pick your meaning of like the way you want to die. There's three options. Yeah. And then mysteriously, there's a woman already in here. Yeah, she's who- trying to fight for her life. But we don't even care because what, she, the, only, the only purpose that she served was to show that she picked the wrong door and she's going to die. Yeah, she walks in a room of screaming. That's it. But then suddenly out of nowhere, oh my gosh, a man appears and saves them at the last minute. Yes. Now, obviously, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, we know that this is probably the guy we're looking for. I had no clue on that because my mind was just so blown away. Like, what is this movie? Well, I thought it was him because we wow. are, had already gone 40 minutes and like, okay, we haven't even met this guy yet. So this has got to be him. And, and by the way, she asked everybody but this guy. She has everybody she's run into, Pygar. Professor Ping, she's like, you ever heard of the of Duran Duran? And everybody's like, um, of Earth? Yeah, Duran Duran. No. That that's everybody has has the same exact thing. But this guy who brings them out of this room, she said he says, Come with me now, and they get out of the room. She says, Hey, what's that weird floor color like liquid that's underneath the floor that's going nuts? Oh, that's the uh, this is where I wish you would have wrote that one down. It's like death that feeds off of evil. What? It leaves these people alive, but it is a being made out of liquid that that can give them life, but also it feeds off of of hate and of like evil. Why do so we need everybody to know in the this? city is evil? So everybody comes here is like driven crazy, and that's why the people. It, are in that um, that uh, forbidden forest or whatever the hell it's called, the labyrinth of dumbasses, whatever that thing was, they're banished because they're good. That is the Matmos, my child. The Matmos? Well, you really are from Earth. You don't understand. No. The Matmos. Yes. Well, you see, the whole city is built over a lake. It's a very curious lake. Composed like you and I of living energy, but energy in liquid form, and it watches us. It is magnetic, and being positively charged, it feeds on negative psychic vibrations. (laughs) What you would call evil. Yes, it thrives on evil thoughts, deeds, and flesh. And in return, it gives us warmth, light, and life itself. But it has a terrible appetite. Perhaps you'll see some other time. Yeah, they they, they say Don't it. They say it... that you have to that all the good people are now in the labyrinth. And but why all... wouldn't they keep them to torture them and do evil things? Wouldn't that make the monster better happy? Well, because then they can have their sex parties. You know. But they could have done that with people who weren't even willing. Wouldn't that be what the monster wants to feed off of? I guess. Does it's this like, make any sense It's like to you? taking away the evil thing. So the evil people can only be evil to other evil people. Yeah, I guess so. Which would like, I but mean, nobody nothing, be alive. There's no evil to, to do. There's no evil because well, all the good people are in the labyrinth. Well, they're walking around like eating feathers and like coming out of sewer gaps. And 
I, I don't know what the hell's going on in this movie, but that's what he tells us. And he says, uh, the queen wants you. All right. And so he leads her to a room with a, with the queen who turns out. And, and I have, by the way, you thought this guy who saved her, uh, is not really saving her. They're taking her to the queen. You thought that the, he was the president of America. Oh, and he, he, uh, Earth, looked, I mean. he looked like him because he had bushy eyebrows. So that's where I'm confused. Now, this next shot, I was even just as confused because you said something. And I was like, how would you even notice this? But the queen is actually the eye patch woman. Yeah, but she doesn't have an life. eye patch anymore. And you said, oh, it's uh, the eye patch woman. What, oh, sans the eye patch. And I started laughing. I was like, really? And then Barbarilla says, oh, you're that shrew. You're the iPad shrew. And I was like, why would she say that? She saved her life. Yeah, she saved her life. She's been nothing but oblivious to everybody in this movie, except this woman, she says she's a shrew. Yeah. Okay. She's completely, like, I mean, oh my God, I've never seen such a twit. And she's supposed to be the goddamn hero. Yeah. And it's the just queen, shocking. The queen now says, I want you with me on my side. And she says, no. So they dump her in a parakeet cage. Okay, this I need help with. So Barbara is like, oh, cute, parakeets. Until there's too many parakeets. And she's like, oh, no, no. And they're pecking at her, I guess, and all this stuff. And she's getting scratched up, and she's just like, oh, parakeets, my weakness. I mean, they are, like, it's pretty rough. I mean, they're landing all over her. She, there's, like, a bunch of them, too. It's just parakeets. Yeah, but birds are fucking nuts they are a little nuts they are i can't imagine this torture as being that torturous this is not something jigsaw is gonna make no but i feel like if they were gonna use birds to torture her they would have done like a tippy hedron type thing yeah crows they'll kill your ass oh they'll they'll just eat you alive yeah and and no just little cute parakeets all flying all over her and she's then all of a sudden dropped out of this room into a new room who turns out to be a guy who saved her. And he's got also another loincloth type thing. His outfit is just, he's got all, everything above his balls is like normal costume. Then he has no pants. He's literally just wearing a Speedo. But can we just say real quick about the, I feel bad for the costume design department because every time a minor inconvenience happens to Barbarella, these costumes get tore up. Like the dolls. They were just biting her arms, biting her legs. But for some reason, that whole costume got tore in the middle. Oh, we forgot. Okay. Yeah. When that, the one with the dolls ate her costume, they gave her a new costume that was parts of um, that guy's hairy outfit. So, so she, she had a like huge a skunk tail. Skunk. Yeah. It was. I cannot imagine what Jane Fonda was thinking with that itchy shit. You could on see her. it was bothering her neck. It was. You yeah. could tell. But like every time she's like just inconvenienced she, she gets you know, a new outfit though has, every time yes a new outfit it's like but her outfit gets totally shredded so that you can have some gratuitous skin showing and like the most important parts like you know her stomach is showing and yeah it's just so ridiculous like and I, like i said if i was in the costume department in this movie i'd be like pissed off I'm like god damn you you know that yeah costume was pretty awesome well this guy that she lands in front of turns out to be the head of the um, the good guys. The good guys are the 
grand grotesques. <laughs> no, they're not. That is just that guy walking around with the thing through the chest. I'm calling him that because I don't have an, another name for they, them. They, 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 what's that called? The the rebels or whatever. And he's like, uh, we work for the rebels. And, and it's supposed to be really funny. By the way, this movie is supposed to be a comedy. It is not it, even close to being funny. The only thing funny about it is how stupid she is. Uh, I would say this scene might be the only intentionally funny bits, but they're not even funny. He Everything in the room doesn't work. And he's trying to be like a cool guy, but he keeps like nothing works out. Anyways, he, she says, uh, I'll, I'll join me and everything. And then she goes, um, I'll give you, I'll, I'll do whatever I can to help you. And he goes, do you know what I really want? And she goes, oh, I know what you want. And she starts going to undress and get on his bed. And it's then like, she, he goes, what? no, 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 not like that. I want to use these pills. I've been waiting. He says, I've been waiting five years. First to of all, use this pill. Do they even establish how he has these pills? They do, and that's why I brought up the five years. Because he, they take the pill. She goes, oh, now she likes sex the real way. Yeah. So she's like, oh, all right. And they now we get to experience what it is like for these two people to have sex with the pills. Which, which the way that it's shown is her hair curls and his hand smokes. And then his hair sticks up. So I guess that's supposed to be symbolic of their orgasms. I guess. It's dumb. She says, where did you even get these pills? They're from Earth. He says, oh, I got them from Duran Duran <laughs> when he got here. And she's like, Duran Duran? I'm looking for Duran Duran. Oh, he's probably somewhere in the castle. I don't know. He might be dead by now. And then now I was thinking to myself, wait a minute. How long has Duran Duran been here? Well, she saw his crashed ship. I know that, but so he just said he got the pills five years ago, and he's been waiting five years to have sex with those. Yeah, but that's not what the president said. The president didn't say he's been missing for five years. I didn't think so either. So I don't know. I, I, th I just think they're throwing in plot here and there that doesn't make any sense. I mean, I, I think that they know at this point in the movie they lost the audience because it's like either you're going to show a butt cheek or a nip or you're going to lose you everybody. You don't really get it anyways. But, um, of course, because of this, Barbarella gets a new costume because the uh, parakeets packed the outfit off. And so she has a new outfit. Uh, she doesn't like the ones with the yellow tits. So she gets one with one tit class, one tit window. I, I've never, I don't understand what what was the goal here. I don't know. He says that's an, a guard outfit, but the guards in this movie are the leather men. So I have no idea what they're talking about. That makes no sense. First of all, why would you have a, a whole outfit with just one plastic window on one, one boob? Yeah. I don't, it's just so, it doesn't make any sense. I, I mean, just, just put her in a bra at this point. What does it matter? Yeah, I, and it was kind of weird. Like the outfits they chose aren't necessarily like sexy. You know, it's not, not like uh, really. There's uh, one, the white one, where she had her butt hanging out, but I guess. otherwise, like, there's just nothing. And then the very first one where she had the windows for both boobs, and you can see, yeah, that was it. But like otherwise, there's nothing really sexy about these it, outfits. It really isn't. It, it's I, I, you would think that they would put her in like some kind of crazy, uh, you know, 
one piece or something like something small like they, it's so odd everything's extremely covered in in a way where it feels revealing but it's not right anyways she, she uh sneaks off now to go infiltrate the base in her new guard outfit but is instantly caught by the guy again who works for the queen and oh i i buried the lead here i forgot um the guy before she leaves, that one guy, the, the the rebellion leader, he gives her the invisible key for the invisible door. And it's supposed to be a joke where they can't find the key and they hang it around her neck. And then she has the invisible key for the invisible door. And she has to go find the invisible door. So she goes off to do that, but is instantly caught by that guy again. And he puts her in a device... That is what I can explain is a piano, a sexual piano. It looks like a car wash, but like it's supposed to. He's like pleasure playing, her. He's playing music, and it's a it's ripping her clothes off. And then he says that if he changes tune, he can erase her mind and change her and like destroy her mind altogether. And he starts playing it, but of course it's Barbarilla, so she gets off on it. So she starts orgasming as the device actually explodes and blows up and starts burning, which looks like the worst, worst thing they ever could have done on set because it looks like there's toxic fumes pouring in her face. That fire was really close to her. It looked like it was not good at all. I mean, like, the health, no way that could have been the, good. It was not was. safe at all. And like the fact that she had so much pleasure coming off of her that she short-circuited the machine that was meant to kill her with pleasure and it like ignites and it's on fire and for some reason and maybe you can explain this to me the bad guy decides to help her again he was just gonna kill her no he doesn't try to help her and in fact she says well, he hey, takes duran her duran and he goes you know my name and she says, oh, you're Duran Duran? Uh, but you're so old. And he goes, she goes, uh, he goes, uh, she goes, oh, I thought you were only 20 something. And he goes, oh, it's this place. It drains you and makes you older. She goes, you're, oh, you're like 30 years older now. I, I, I was laughing so hard. I'm like, Jesus, shit on this guy a little more, you know? Well, he, he realizes that she has the invisible key. So she made him grabs her and makes her go to the invisible oh, that's door. That's why he helped so, her. He didn't help her really. Yeah, they they struggle for the invisible key. He locks her in with the uh, the queen for eternity. He hides both keys and locks them in together. He 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 took the queen and dumped her in there because he wants to be the leader of that. No, world. she was in hibernation. What do you mean hibernation? She was sleeping in her bed that is a giant woman. And she was sleeping in there, and she was like, I'm having my hibernation rest cycle, or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, but he still locked her in there. He locked Barbarilla in there with her, so they can both be out of his hair, so he can become the the ruler. He wants to become emperor. So he locks him in there for eternity. So Barbarilla and this woman have to team up. And they team up, and not only did they have a television to watch everything that's happening on the world that's so convenient yeah so convenient he is a crown emperor and then the rebellion starts having they keep they start fighting and also professor ping shoots barbarilla spaceship ship back into space now i need help with this i don't understand i don't know he he no told answers. her that he was going to fix the broken ship and 
so he fixed it. Now, where the hell did he send the ship? Because he sent it into outer space, but he didn't send it to get her. So where the hell did the ship end up? I don't understand. I don't either. Where are you sending it, this it ship? It just went up into the space, and, and uh, the rebellion starts, and they have a giant fight, and the rebellion is able to destroy every ship of the evil, the emperors. And then he's, he goes, oh, I made that weapon that the people of Earth wanted back, and that's why they were looking for me. Let me use that. So he gets on it, and it, again, is just visual nightmare shit with terrible sound effects, and people just eradicate. So everybody we've met, Professor Ping and this that other guy, the head of the rebellion, just die. They're just dead. And um, we get to see uh, oh, the, the the queen, the emperor, and uh, Barbara are just able to escape. Now I thought they were gonna have a sex scene with those two as well, but they didn't. Instead, they just somehow get out. They're fine. They're not stuck in there for eternity like they thought, and they're able to uh, self destruct the machine that the guy, the emperor, is in. And it kills him, Duran Duran. He he burns alive in this device, and he's dead. And it turns out that Pygar is still alive, and he's just like unconscious on the side of a mountain. And it, the the Empress goes, "Hey, give him mouth to mouth." And she says, "No, I got something better." So she pumps his wings, and Pygar wakes up, and they fly off together. And he says. I'm an angel, and we don't have memories. I don't understand what that means. She said, why did you take her villain? Why did you take the villain? She tortured you. I cut out the whole scene where he was crucified, but not really crucified because his hands weren't tied. It was so so bizarre. Uh, Yeah, he says, but she's a bad guy, and she tortured you. And he goes, angels don't have memories. And they fly off, and that's the credits, and we hear a theme song again. So, so he doesn't remember having sex with Barbarella. He does. He doesn't it's, remember. It's a reference, like it's it's supposed to because he keeps saying, "I don't make love. I am love. I don't hold memories because I'm good. I don't hold, you know, bad memories." That's what he's trying to say, I guess. And he flies off, and it's a terrible. And this is funny. Pygar flies him in space. They go to space. Yeah, they can breathe just fine. And the credits are playing over them flapping in space. And it looks like jellyfish are everywhere. And I guess that's supposed to be planets. And you turned it off and said, I can't hear this shit anymore. I can't I can't listen to that goddamn bad music anymore. It was so bad. It was it was literally like a, a porno. And and like it was like something you listen to when you want to go to sleep. I was like, ugh. Well, I did my best job. I know I skipped a lot of plot, but I got through it quick. There's no plot that you skipped. There's nothing happening. This movie was a snooze fest. Any scene I talked about just now, any scene that I explained, the the reason that I was able to run through it so quick is because every single shot and every scene was padded, heavily dragged out, Mm -hmm. terribly shown. Everything went on and on. There's an entire firefight where the rebellion fights the emperor's uh, people, but it's the same shots from earlier in the movie where Barbarella was shooting the ships yep. and shooting the Leathermen. They just keep showing the same explosion over and over. The two tit ships are flying and they keep getting shot down. Uh, the Leathermen explodes. They keep showing it over and over. And there is like more nudity. There's like 
bondage, tied up bondage women hanging from ceilings naked. You said I, it looked like an Andy Warhol party. It, yeah, the whole movie <laughs> looked like they just went to an Andy Warhol party. Like, it's just what I would say is upper class art snobs parties. That's just dangling all, from the ceiling with their boobs out. The and whole just, movie is that. Yeah. The whole movie is that. Pretty like, much it. Someone's like, hey, look at this thing I made. I made a giant lip couch. Let's all sit on it. You that's know, it. and that's it. And that's the whole movie. The whole movie's like that shit. They're like, hey, look what I made. There is nothing innovative about this movie. I There's cannot. nothing. I don't understand why this is a cult classic. I don't understand it. What? Not only do I not understand why it's a cult classic, I'm also shocked I have never seen it before. Because it is a movie that is we normally would watch. On Bad Movie Night. I assumed, the reason I never really checked this movie out is because I assumed that it was actually a decent sci-fi flick. I you kind know, of assumed that too. I, I assumed that it was going to be like a, a prehistoric planet with, you know, one of these cheesy, the woman is dressed like skimpy, but she goes on the planet and she has to fight some aliens. Yeah, she was like a badass or yeah, something, you know, I, like a I, tough broad. I put it off just because of that, and here we yeah. are. And now I see what it is, and I'm like, holy shit, I'm glad I never saw this as a kid. Barbarella is not an icon. She sucks. Like, she's a complete idiot. She, she, the only reason she's able to ever do anything is because she slept her way to the top, and then at the very last moment, she lucked into it by having the Empress with her. Yeah. And they, that's how the bad guy was stopped. She does nothing. It's a joke. I mean, she's wearing tiny little skimpy outfits, but she's a, she gets clunked on the head every two seconds. She's, she loses her gun every two seconds. She's a bumbling fool. Yeah. She she does shoot some the tit ships, but she doesn't do much else. <sighs> it's it's, it's mind-blowing how crazy bad this film is. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I was almost conked out. At oh, one point, oh, I, I was drifting. My I eyes were glazing. I couldn't stay awake. Yeah. It, I was bored to fucking tears. It is not only bored, and our faces were complete. I was laughing, like how bad it was. I kept looking at you, and you had your mouth open, and I was just like, "I'm gonna pass out if I don't keep looking around laughing." I almost, I almost went out. I almost just conked out. So the big part of our show is: <sighs> is this the worst movie? Oh no, we've seen worse than this. Exactly. It's not the worst movie, but what do we give it? It's a big piece of shit. Um, I, 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 there, there's no plot. Well, don't. What, what do we? How do we score it? I'm asking you. It's not the worst movie ever made. What is? But what do we give this movie first? Oh God. Okay. Well, I'm gonna give this movie a two. Yeah, I think this is a two. Uh, this. Uh, real piece of garbage like, it was I, agony i i'm very very shocked that people found this enjoyable in any in any sense like i can understand um the room right because we're laughing about the bad dialogue and the choices and the direction the same thing with neil breen right uh, there's reasons we can laugh at that stuff yeah of course but this movie Th there's it, nothing they were trying to make us laugh it's but an it art was... house it's almost like uh, it's almost like the Lonely Island guys did uh, shorts on SNL, and this is with the shorts. Oh my god, that's true. It's all—it's like little vignettes of terrible like comedy, but none—I'm like none of this was funny in any sense. And when I was a kid, this wouldn't have been funny. No, there, there's I mean, no jokes. The joke is what 
oh, look, we're in, we're a scientist. Like, oh, look how weird everything is. That's the joke. I mean, was I supposed to be laughing when she got clunked on the head and rolled down the the shag carpeting? I mean, that's only reason I'm probably giving it a two is because the unintentional comedy of it. Like, I don't think it was supposed to be funny. I don't know. She's supposed to be the freaking hero. Like, you would think the hero is like, you know, pretty badass. She sucks. I mean, just sucks. She's real pretty, but she fucking sucks. I mean, there's nothing badass about her. She can't hold a gun. She can't fight. We yeah. don't even see her punch anyone. No, she, she doesn't. She shoots a Leatherman no, and, and three tit chips, and that's that's it. There's no That's the fighting. whole thing. There, she doesn't fight. She doesn't do anything. Yeah, there's, she's constantly being saved. She's constantly being saved. She's constantly getting booped on the head. She's constantly rolling around on shag carpeting. She's constantly getting shagged. She's completely just running around half naked, yeah. you know, with a clothes covering integral parts of her body, which those are the parts that we all want to see, but they decide to give us nothing yes. except the freaking snooze fest. I hate this movie. I, I don't like this movie as well. I'm, I'm so far this month, this is the worst. Thanks a lot, Sano Skins. We uh, owe you uh, on this, this is, one. This is by far worse <laughs> than Son of Mask. This is definitely worse than Son of Mask. I'm shocked to say that, no, this is worse. And no. oh, that movie is boring, too. Uh, this is worse. This is, in, in order so far, this is absolutely the worst. It, it absolutely uh, is. And I'm thinking about booting my brother-in-law out of the family. <laughs> your sister might not like that idea. You but... know what? I don't, just blow it out your ass. I don't <laughs> care. Let me, let me, I have to point out this really interesting fact. Mm-hmm. What's up? Oh, my segment. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to that. I just want to point out some extra facts before I get to mine and we'll do yours. Okay. Uh, some interesting facts I just have to point out real quick because I didn't mention it before. This movie's remake, Debacle. So that, there is a, a good, it so, came out. No. Okay. Robert Rodriguez tried to remake this movie after Sin City with Rose McGowan. Oh, my God. Okay, now can we say our little story about Rose McGowan and Robert Rodriguez and how we actually went to San Diego Comic Con when they were trying to get Red Sonia made, mm -hmm. which had to be around the same time as that. Yeah, with this Barbarilla thing, he had. I I don't know. I think he was married, but there had to be something with him and Rose McGowan because he was trying very hard to get movies made with Rose McGowan as the star. He, mm -hmm. we, we went there and we saw, we went in a room and we, it was a tiny little room where they had a poster made and it was like a little tiny press conference for them trying to make Red Sonia. And they actually had some amazing poster art mm -hmm. of Rose McGowan as Red Sonia. And it was done in the Sin City style where the reds were, it was all black and white, but with the reds were standing out. So yeah. it was her hair. It looked amazing. It, it did look amazing. And we, it never happened. Nope. But then to read that he was also trying to get Barbarilla made is bizarre. Um, he was They actually were about to make it. And then uh, Universal pulled out because the two writers of it had made another movie that turned out to be a bomb. So they pulled out funding. And then a German this German production company was going to give him money. But then he said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to move on to something else. So he did something else. But then it goes on even further. Then... Nicholas Winding Rain, R Ruffin? I think that's how you say it. Nicholas Winding Ruffin was asked to, to make this movie as well and to make it like a series. Uh. And then he said, nah, I'd rather make Neon Demon. Which is 
another movie that I'm not too big of a fan I of. I do not like Neon I know Demon. some people like it. Not a big fan no. of that one. And now it goes on again because they're trying to do this right now. In 2001, when this all, the pandemic was going on. 2020. Uh, I'm sorry, 21, 2021. Mm-hmm. When the pandemic was going on, Sydney Sweeney, who is very popular right now, who is the actress on White Lotus in the first season. She's the uh, daughter, and she also is on Euphoria. Uh, she's becoming very popular. She just had a movie uh, that's in the theater right now with uh, the guy we like. Um, he's in Top Gun, and he was on Scream Queens. Uh, Glenn Powell. Yes, Glenn Powell. They have a movie together. It's like a romance movie. Mm-hmm. It's in the theater right now. Um, she's trying to get movies made, but apparently she's trying to produce herself as Barbarilla. Oh. And they're apparently working on it right now. I have no idea if that's true, but I'm I see that people are really into her sexually. Like like men like love this girl now. So maybe if she pumps out a Barbarilla film, it might be something for her. I have mm-hmm. no idea. Well, Jane Fonda is not keen on the idea and has said a lot of things recently about how she hopes it it it's better than what she did because she says I could have made a feminist movie it should have been so easy to make Barbarella into a feminist piece but it's not really the way it went and I'm afraid for Sydney Sweeney and her version of it okay and I, I'm fascinated by that I'm fascinated that Jane Fonda even knows eh yeah yeah and I'm <sighs> I'm fascinated by the fact that this girl is trying to make this movie herself like it's very odd that it's odd to me that a uh, you know someone who's getting famous right now would even want that to be the movie that they make i know because it's not good like you're you're on your way up why do you want to make some trash like this yeah and it's odd what would they turn it into right I mean, and i have, have a feeling be better. that maybe it would be the opposite no, she'd be a badass. She'd be like a real badass. Yeah, she'd be a badass, and uh, I would I would assume that the guys all have their balls out instead. Like I don't know that like, that's not something I can see that it would change. Is what I'm saying. Right. It's that it's mind blowing to me. It's really odd to see a movie like this be remade in the 2000, the late 2000s. You know, that's an odd one to me. I I, I don't need it. So I I know me neither. I, I but well, I guess we always say though, like the movies that could be remade good are the ones that are already shit. They can like adjust and make better. Yeah, so that makes I, sense. I mean, they can only make this movie better, in my opinion, because this movie sucks. I agree. That that's exactly why I even brought it up. Thank heaven the hypodontical molecules are undamaged. Will it take long? Hours, days, weeks? Who knows? Genius is mysterious. Where are we going to rank this on this list? <sighs> All right, well. Because we're both admitting that this is worse than uh, The Son of the Mask. Now, I guess the question really comes down to which is this better or worse than Toxic Avenger 2 and 4? Well, Toxic Avenger one, uh, three is like the is number one. It's number on the one. List. Yeah. Uh, it's, okay. I'm gonna say this is better than Toxic Avenger four. Uh, Toxic Avenger four is a piece of crap. You would watch this again over? No, I like Toxic Avenger four is not as bad. It's two and four are crap. It was three and two. 
four. Uh, we agree that four is on the top five. It's on number four. But uh, I think this is worse than Toxic Avenger 4. It's definitely boring. So, yeah. It Toxic was, Avenger 4, we laugh about. At least we had a couple of things to, like, chuckle about in Toxic Avenger. That's how I feel. This but, one was a snooze fest. I mean, I was literally, yeah, you know, going it, right out. It's really between Toxic Avenger 2 and this. Like, that's the one I'm, I'm <sighs> confused about the most. Okay. I think we're going to just gonna stick it underneath Toxic Avenger 2. Okay, I'm happy with yeah, that. Yeah, so it'll be our number four on our list. Barbarilla. Okay, that brings us to our segment of why we can't have nice things, where I show you two extremes of online reviews and how the internet destroys the movie rating system. So I'm going to give you a one one-star review and a one ten-star review. And uh, let's see how this works goes for us the 10 star review we'll start with i can't believe this one there's there's several there's several 10 star reviews this one is a 10 out of 10 the most beautiful film ever made oh yeah (sighs) okay (laughs) this film is beautiful from the gorgeous jane fonda and sexy pygar to the wonderful costumes and the very shiny sets there is nothing ugly in the whole thing Unbelievably silly, it has some fantastic lines of dialogue like Decrucify the Angel or I Melt Your Face. Great characters, a killer lava lamp, fur-lined spaceship, and a villain called Duran Duran. The evil organ of desire scene and the opening striptease still manage to be erotic, even though this film is dated. Cult with a capital C. This is never going to appeal to mainstream audiences and yet remains my favorite movie of all time. A classic and very pretty pretty. The fact that they think that that opening is sexy. Like, why? It's not sexy. It's just not. I mean. There's nothing sexy about it. It could have been sexy. Can you imagine if it was done, like, with actual art, like, an artistic eye? Yeah. Because it just looked like a person crawling around on the floor, struggling out of an outfit. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, here's the one out of ten. My hat is off to anyone who can sit through this space junk. This turkey bombed right after the opening credits closed. I couldn't sit through more than 15 minutes of this ins- insubstantial celluloid silliness. Boring, and I mean deadly dull, dialogue, th- though spoken in English for the most part, made no real sense at all. Yes, Jane looked great but how long can one be expected to stare at her before that glossy figure becomes commonplace? Before I exited, all I saw the women do was repeatedly take tumbles and do glamorous close-ups for the camera. Don't bother is my advice. And I agree with that. I agree with it. I, I, I don't have anything to disagree with that. But, I mean, it's so odd that we're giving it a two. But yeah, I... Uh... That is very, uh, that's a compelling argument. I mean, <laughs> this this movie was so boring. Oh it was God. just awful. And the, some of the stuff they came up with, like, why do you think that's cool? It's not. You're wasting money. Like, you're making your heroine a bumbling twit. Yeah. Like, what about her is cool? Because she's pretty? I guess. 
She's an idiot. She's a complete idiot. This is not somebody that if I was a kid watching this, you know, growing up, or I was 15, 16, and I saw this movie, I would be like, oh, I want to be just like Barbarella because she's amazing. No, she doesn't do anything amazing in this movie. She is a complete opposite of everything I would want to be if I was a teenager looking at this or a preteen. You know, looking at looking at her, that that's not who I want to be. I want to be like Linda fucking Carter. I want to be Wonder Woman. I want to be that bad, that level like badassery. This was a joke. It's like, okay, this is kind of like personifying, you know, a woman. Like, oh, let's just put her in a skimpy outfit and let's see how just how skimpy we can get it. And then just have her do stupid bumbling shit. That makes her a bimbo in a dummy. We don't want to see a bimbo in a dummy. So true. We want to see a strong woman kicking ass. And yes, Diana Prince, Linda Carter, Wonder Woman, she wore a tiny outfit. And she had a banging body. She wore tiny, tiny clothes. But she still kicked ass and she was... She was awesome. She was awesome at it. Yeah. Why couldn't you take those elements of what Linda Carter did in the television series of Wonder Woman and put those elements into Barbarella? Instead, you're you're making her like ignorant. You're making her a joke. Yeah. She's not a badass. Like who wants to see this? Like just watch Jane Fonda do her workout videos naked cuz it's like the same stupid shit. Agreed. So no thanks. I am not a, fa- a fan of this. I am not into this kind of whatever. If you're calling her a hero, this is a joke. Yeah, I, that's what I think. That's what shocks me about the whole thing is that that there's people who might gravitate toward this, and and I I can't imagine anybody embracing it as anything more than the schlock that it is, and and maybe saying that oh it's funny, and I can see that it can't be much more than flesh. That people are into. Yes, but I mean... It, it, that flesh is the only thing I can see that people are gravitating toward. Because there is nothing for a person to actually like substance-wise. There's nothing to it. And now I agree. I, I Like I said in the uh, earlier, I said, I love the fact that, you know, oh, she... It could be against that whole norm of uh, a person being a slut and stuff like that, which I hate. It's like, no, she can just enjoy sex. That's not... That's not a bad thing. Right. You know what I mean? So she's um, in tune with her sexuality. Fantastic. I love that. But make her at least competent. Why would she be sent on this mission? We, You know, you kind of, exp- I expected, literally before I saw this movie, I expected Aeon Flux or something like that. Something or, like that, yeah. yeah. Furiosa or a character mm-hmm. who's like, oh, I can be sexual and rough and I can also be a badass and like be competent. You don't even have to be a strong that 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 you know the concept of a strong female character is a little bit of a cop out. You could just be a human. Barbarella doesn't even come off as a person. Right, that's she, the thing. Like you can't like as a woman, you can't really relate to her because she doesn't have any common sense. She's bumbling. She does foolish things. She drops her morals the moment she finds out that sex is good in the way that she didn't know. Yeah, and she's so she's just out. like now I want to have sex. Yes, and mind you, she is in a base of criminals, okay? They're all bad people. And she's just like, okay, it's time to, you know. Yeah, and also she is willing to bring her friends into peril. 
Oh, she doesn't give she, a rat's ass about yeah, Pygar. Professor Ping and those guys and are Professor dead. Ping. They all died. She doesn't care. Yeah, it's like you put all these people to death. You you almost got Pygar killed. Like you have no. There's nothing about you that's a hero. There's nothing about you that's good beyond right. your flesh, and that right. sucks. There's, and, there's nothing good and, about her. And I'm like, even if this was like a like we like crap like Frankenhooker, but there's like a joke there. There's a comedy bit to it. Mm-hmm. It knows what it is. It's on the cheap and it's doing the stuff. It's like there's there's a possibility of making this fun. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe they couldn't get it there. Like, I can't believe they couldn't make this fun with that sexuality. They just didn't give her anything. It, it's a, a blank slate. It's like, okay, so she's a sexual being. Yeah. Got it. Is okay? it supposed to be funny? I, I, I don't. I never came off as a joke. No. It just came off as like, oh, now she just wants to have sex every five minutes. Yeah, and that's fine if in between there you're, you know, kicking some ass or whatever. Like, or, or I wouldn't some... even say, like, Barb Wire had more going on than this. I agree with that. Uh, you isn't know? that crazy? And that movie's not good either. Oh, but, but she was least... beautiful to look at, and yeah. we had And she seen... likes sex. She is that character. And she yeah. also takes the man in that movie. Yes. Like, it's like, okay, there's more to her. Yeah. That's why I'm, like, mad with Barbarilla. It's like, it just became a joke where she's like, she literally uses sex. To get all these people to almost kill themselves or get killed. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like, just, it, I, can't, it, I can't root for you. I don't root for her at all. And it bothers me that this is a, a cult icon. What if, What for? Yeah. What if this movie was all a dream scenario and it one of her concussions, the whole movie was her concussion? Well, she probably has like seven concussions. Oh, she, she without a doubt idiot. has to. I don't know. I, I'm done with this. Throwing in a towel. I can't do no more. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm out. It, uh, she put me out with her nonsensical crap and they're you know pygar the last of the anisethamines and the hypochondrial molecules and the grand grotesques in the labyrinth and let me adjust my tongue box i'm out all right everybody thank you for listening to us as always we have a strong opinion about this movie i'd love to hear your opinions i love that if you like this movie i would love to hear why and not you seneskins yeah. Not you. You're fired. And dad, it's over. <laughs> Both of you booted out of the family. You booted. I know it was only because of Jane Fonda. Get over it. You know what? She's hot and all, but come on now. I can't even believe that. Eh, whatever. Anyways, thanks for listening. Uh, you know what? We're on social media at Just Another Movie Night. That's me and on Instagram. And Joe is on Instagram at The Crafty Misfit, crafting up some nice misfitty things. You should go check it out. <laughs> and um, we next week are going to do the fourth in the long line of suggested movies with Hard Rock Zombies. So I hope you join us that time. And hopefully it's a much better movie than the last three. It's got to be. Have a good one. So Dino De Laurentiis bought the comic book called Barbarella and offered, quite correctly, offered the part to Bridget Bardot, who said no, to Sophia Loren, who said no, and Vadim really, really, really wanted me to do this and really wanted to direct it. He was a science fiction aficionado and a sexual aficionado. And so we persuaded De Laurentiis to have me (laughs) do this part that Bridget Bardot, Vadim's previous wife, by the way, had turned down. And so I did it. I mean, here is this person, moi, who suffers from, 
and suffered from body dysmorphia playing Barbarella and I had to start off naked in the title sequence. It was difficult for me psychologically to do it. I, I, I got drunk to play the scene which had me lying on a thick pane of glass on the set that was turned upside down, me pretending to taking off my spacesuit, wind blowing, shot in slow motion. And at some point we realized the next day when we saw the dailies was that a bat kept flying um, between me and the camera lens and we had to do it all over the next day. So I had to do the same scene that I was so frightened of with a hangover. All these young men later kept telling me that it was the first erection they had watching Barbarella. And so I thought, well, I'll take that. That's a good thing to be responsible for. And then I actually saw it, and I didn't think it was sexy at all, but I thought it was fun and camp, and it was kind of a trip. It was a trippy movie. So looking back now, I kind of, you know, enjoy it, but it was a terrible experience to make. But Perhaps you'll stop this way again after you've completed your mission. Yes, perhaps I will. Well, goodbye.